Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome. To a brand new Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezicki. I hope you are doing well. Can you believe it that in just uh, in just a month, we will have 12 years of this podcast under our belts. Just a quick year in review. During the last year here on Growing in Grace, we talked about the new covenant and the gospel of God's grace. <laughs> That's a quick year in review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When don't we talk about that? Uh, the gospel, the new covenant, God's grace, uh, so many things. I mean, we did talk a lot about a lot of great things last year. Uh, we did a series on why Jesus taught the old covenant. Check that out. It's so many good things. A lot of people get confused about some of the things that Jesus taught versus some of the things that Paul taught. They seem like they're they're different, but well, Jesus was teaching the old covenant to people who were under the old covenant in many cases. So check that out. We did talk about the new covenant a lot, as I said. Uh, we talked about all, all kinds of things that uh, if you go back in the last year, download some episodes, I think you'll be really uh, blessed. I think you'll be really encouraged. That's actually the word I was looking for, uh, because the gospel is meant to be encouraging, that's our uh, purpose for doing this here on Growing in Grace. Well, you heard Mike Kapler there. I'm Joel Brzezinski, and here we go. What's, what's going on this jo- new year? Well, Joel, I'll tell you, the, the years go by a little bit faster. They they warned us this was going to happen. The people before us warned us this would happen, <laughs> that years would go by faster as you got older. And as you do get older, uh, if you're so fortunate to do so, you realize just how short life really is on this planet for us. I mean, a few decades and it's it's over. So there's there's a much bigger picture, and your heart kind of goes out to people who who don't have that that hope and that assurance that uh, that we have in in Jesus Christ, where there there really is something to look forward to besides just a few decades here on on a fallen planet. So mm-hmm. what you were talking about there with all, we spent a lot of weeks in the Book of Hebrews. And it would be a good idea to go back and listen to some of those because a, a lot of good information came out of that. Um, you might need to go back about, I don't even know how many, maybe eight programs or something when we started that. I'm just taking a wild guess there. But mm-hmm. um, we're going to move on with something because it's a good follow-up to the, what we've been talking about from the book of Hebrews. And primarily, we were in chapters 7 through 10. What we're going to be talking about now is something that just seems to get a lot of attention when we do these on the podcast, and it's the subject of confessing sins in order to be forgiven. Is this really needed? We'll probably kick that into gear a little bit more next week because we want to lay a little foundation here before that to make a point about forgiveness, which is something we have been talking about in recent weeks, but we're going to kind of focus and, and centralize on the issue that we have been forgiven, and now it's just simply up to us to believe that what God did through the work of Jesus Christ was sufficient and more than enough. But forgiveness isn't something that we're still seeking. It's not something we ask for God over and over again. It's something that's been completed and done, which is something we did talk quite a bit about in recent weeks, but we're going to take it just a step further and then get into that that subject of confessing sins and 
and why religion has made that such a big deal. Yeah, this once for all forgiveness issue, it's, it is very important for us to understand it. I've heard someone put it this way, that um, forgiveness was the, the prerequisite for the new life that we have in Christ. I mean, you have to have been forgiven already in order to receive the new life uh, of Christ, because Christ died for our forgiveness, and he rose again for our justification. The fact that God, through Christ, through his death, forgave us, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, it's through that blood of Jesus, when we died with him, all of our sin was taken away. We couldn't have had that new life without that death of Jesus. And so part something that we talked about during that past series that we've talked about is that if we had to get forgiveness over and over again, Jesus would have to go back up on the cross over and over again. But here's the thing. It's settled through the death of Jesus. We have been forgiven. It's once and for all. We can't keep going back to God and asking for forgiveness because we wouldn't have been we wouldn't have been able to have this new life. We wouldn't have been able to rise up together with Christ, like the scriptures say. You have been raised together with Christ. That wouldn't have been possible if all of our sins hadn't been forgiven. So this once-for-all forgiveness issue, we need to really have that grounded into us. I mean, to, to really be sure of that, because otherwise... Without the death and the, the forgiveness that came through the death of Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus Christ, there is no resurrection life for us to be a part of. I'm trying to make the point, really, that the blood of Jesus provided forgiveness for us, and that was the if we wouldn't have been forgiven, we couldn't have been raised together with Christ. And so, say you've been born again, you've received Christ, you've been made new with him, You've been made new by God. You've been made a new creation. You've only been made new because you are already forgiven. And so if, if you have to be forgiven again, that means you have to go back to not being a new creation anymore. But God has settled the issue by the, the once-for-all sacrifice of Christ. Yeah, God isn't in the business of taking pre-orders so he can make enough forgiveness in time for Christmas. I mean, it was, you're right, it was a prerequisite. It was something that already had to be offered in order for us to be received. It was a, a finished work. And we read in, in Hebrews 10, where there is forgiveness, there's no longer the need for an offering. Uh, pr prior to the sacrifice of Christ, there had to be the shedding of blood, there had to be an offering for forgiveness to occur. But now it's it's done. I mean, that that's finished. Uh, like you said, Jesus isn't coming back to, to offer another sacrifice. So let's run through some scriptures here real quick, because we're going to get into 1 John 1, 9, which is something religious has hammered into believers and led people down a road that they shouldn't be going down. We've been duped. We've been deceived. We've been misled when it comes to 1 John 1, 9 and the requirement of confessing sins in order to be forgiven and cleansed from all unrighteousness. So let's take a look at some other scriptures, uh, because it's funny how people want to land on one verse in the Bible without seemingly taking a look at some of these other ones. So, for example, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has has forgiven you. So that's that's a done work. Because we're forgiven, now we can thoroughly and sincerely forgive others. Another good one, 
2 Corinthians 5.19, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their sins against them, and entrusting to us the, the message of reconciliation. Yes, that's you know a, a done deal. And you know that passage goes on to talk about how uh, what's left is for we uh, implore you, be reconciled to God. He's already forgiven us. He's made it so that man's sins are not counting against him. It, how's that for forgiveness? <laughs> and so all he says is, you know, be reconciled to God. Receive what he has already provided. The forgiveness has already been provided. That's something that's so important that we understand. Uh, some other scriptures to look at. I know we've got a, f- a few. D- just think about this one. Like you were saying, Cap, we've been spending a lot of time in Hebrews. In Hebrews 8, where God says, regarding this new covenant, this thing that we talk about so often on on this podcast, the grace of God, the new covenant, God said in the old covenant, when he was speaking ahead about regarding the new covenant, he said, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. I mean, how's that for forgiveness? I mean, not only forgiving, but forgetting. Uh, It's something that's hard for us to do when someone has wronged us. It's hard for us to forget. Uh, we We can forgive, but it's hard for us to forget. Well, God intentionally does not remember our sins anymore. And so we can rest assured that because of that one sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we have been forgiven. I forgot which uh, one you talked about. Did you talk? Did you bring up Colossians or Ephesians uh, about you know forgiving others? Yeah, I haven't been in Colossians yet. Okay, so Colossians, uh, sim- very similar to one that you talked about, one that you brought up. It says in Colossians one. 13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Just think about that. And then uh, it says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. And also in that in that same epistle, Paul talks about how, how we've been forgiven. Uh, so we, we you know, forgive other people. Why do we forgive other people? Because God in Christ has already forgiven us all trespasses. He made, it says, uh, he made us alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. So guess what? The, The thing that was against us, the handwriting of requirements, has been taken out of the way. There's nothing left for him to forgive. Just think about that one. Some great stuff there. Um, another one similar to what you read in, in Colossians 1 is Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood. Through what? Through our confession? No, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. It's something we have. We have been redeemed. Let me see if I can spot something else here. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Psalm 103? Um, looking ahead to this new covenant, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is a steadfast love toward those who fear him. For as far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. He removes the transgressions. He takes them away. The old covenant sacrifices 
could not do that. Uh, and 1 Corinthians 1, and because of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Um, this is something that has already occurred. Forgiveness, redemption, we've been bought with a price. There's another one here. I'm going to pull it up while I'm speaking. I believe it's uh, 1 Corinthians 6. You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's not this continuous, repeated need for cleansing. You were washed. You are set apart. You are justified. You, you're forgiven. And, and so these are just uh, a handful of scriptures that we're going through, and we're doing it rather quickly. But the point is, you can see over and over again, there's a consistency about forgiveness being a finished work. Once for all forgiveness. Yeah, so... Consider yourself forgiven. Uh, why? Not because some pastor or priest declared it, not because you've confessed enough of your sins, but because of the blood of Jesus and these scriptures that time after time after time they say that we have already been forgiven. But we'll talk more about this next week, you know, if, if we've already been forgiven. And if God has said, and he did say, that he would remember our sins no more, then why do we go around reminding God of our sins? He's taken them away. He remembers them no more. So why do we keep reminding him? Well, we'll talk about that and much more, of course, next week, leading up to uh, some talk about 1 John 1.9, I think uh, probably the following week. That's all coming up on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.